Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's poppin' Fantasy Champs? Welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's up? What's up? How we doing, my guy? We doing good. We doing good. How how we doing over there? I'm doing all right. I'm a little uh, a little tired, a little exhausted. A little tired. Yeah, dude. Don't blame me. Um, the winter months are dragging on here up in the northeast. That's how I. It's cold every day. Very cold, yeah, especially up here. Like it's funny because um, you start eating more unhealthy to keep yourself warm. Yep. Yeah, Just in live, time for a people who live in warmer once spring climates, comes around, yeah, gain fifteen pounds. People who who live in warmer climates tend to uh, be thinner. I think. Just in theory, I I think that's probably true. That's <laughs> probably it might be true. it might be true. But anyway, um, welcome to Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. We got AFC Championship, NFC Championship weekend coming at you to determine who's going to go to the Super Bowl. This year, um, it should be interesting. I feel like I feel like we got two very very strong underdogs, and two very 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 strong. I know. Bowl. <laughs> kind of stinks. I feel like write the book. How good this past weekend was. Um, it's going to be hard to top that. I think for rest of the season. Like I feel yeah. like this was the peak. They really do need to get rid of the seven team playoff thing though, because then you yeah. would have had. I think. You wouldn't have had Buffalo going to KC. True. True. I think it's good for – I think they're going to do it one more year, and if we get, like, another Eagles-Steelers as the seventh seed, they're mm-hmm. going to – because it would be different again. Like I said before, like, if it was Chargers, I feel like. Yeah. Um, or a team that has a little bit more – even the Colts, I think, would have been better than the Steelers. Um, the NFC, though, was kind of all crap. It would have either been them or the, the Vikings mm-hmm. or maybe the Falcons, so – Right. Um, but yeah, I think they'll give it one more year and see. But there, there's a good chance they might get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, could happen. But anyway, I love I love Championship Week. It's fun. Yeah. Love Super Bowl Week. I love everything related to football. <laughs> this is literally my favorite sport. I watched the Brady documentary really? for all those years. Is you know memories. It really is number one. And, I mean, um, I've you know I shed some tears. You know. I still love this freaking right, of game. Course. Of course. Wish I could win my home league though. <laughs> then I'll really cry, dude. I'd go, I'd, yeah. I'd act like a I'd act like a big showboat and then go in a room and just go freaking hey, I did it. <laughs> I know. It's yeah, crazy. It'll never man. happen. But anyway. Um so yeah, today we're gonna bring you a I guess part two of the mock draft that we started last week where we projected out the first round of uh, the 2022 drafts that you might Mm -hmm. see in August. Um, And so for this one, we're going to go into the second round and we're going to try to project out what we might think, what we think might happen. Not might think, think might. Might think might sort of. Um, But what we think might happen going into August 
uh, in the second round and some guys that might fly up boards. This is where things are going to get a little bit more uh, risque. Yes. A little, little more interesting. Yes. Uh, we got to go do our research on rookies quickly because uh, we got rookie mocks coming up too. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I've, I've started very basic, very basic to it. Um, today, actually, I was looking at a couple guys. There you go. But... You're watching midnight and you're watching videos on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, too. Yeah. One in the morning. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we're going to give you that second round mock draft. Before we do, check our website, fansjimmies.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Just type our name in. You'll find us on all those platforms. If you're uh, listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any other podcast platforms, be sure to leave a review or share this pod with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment down below. Hate, love, questions, whatever you want. We'll highlight them on the show live with Let's do complete it. anger and rage. Yeah. Why do you guys suck? Yeah. Uh, I think it's funny. I, you know, like, I love hate comments. Keeps you honest. Keeps you... Does. Keeps you interesting. Some people stare at them. They're like, why would somebody say that about me? And I'm like, ah, thanks. I'm doing my job. Right. Exactly. It's probably because um, this specific sports station we listen up to, to up here in the Northeast, and uh, everyone hates them. And they're super successful. Yeah, dude. That's- the more people who hate you, the more successful you are. Yeah, Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, Stephen and I. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Um, uh, no, Stephen A is just a dink. So <laughs> Stephen A is just funny, I feel like. Yeah, he's he's hilarious. Dude, he like he like has this whole thing against the Cowboys, and it was because they I love had, it. uh Skip Bayless. Yeah. So Skip Bayless is a Cowboys fan. And he still kind of like tries to hold on to that, even though Bayless is gone. And it's like no one's rooting for the Cowboys. Like we, <laughs> well, that's that's why they brought in Michael uh, Michael Irving. Irving. Oh, because he's the a cowboy. Cowboys right, guy. Yeah. You. <laughs> so so can, anyway, they can keep it going. Um. So be sure to comment. Uh. So let's jump into the first, or uh, see, I should say, see, it says first, second mock draft. <laughs> Man, I was just <laughs> second blasting. round of our first. I mock started draft. these show notes last night, and I was just conked. <laughs> Anyway, so the you, second round mock draft that we're going to do, Projecto. Yes. Uh, let's get started with that. You um, have the first pick. So to start, let's just you know go through what we had last episode, which was John Taylor 101, Derrick yeah. Henry 1-2, Christian McCaffrey 1-3, Najee 1-4, Dalvin Cook 1-5, Austin Eckler 1-6, uh, Alvin Kamara 1-7, Cooper Cup 1-8, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon 1-9, 1-10, uh, and then Jamar Chase and DeAndre Swift at 1-11, 1-12. Um, so we're going to start here at two, one, I guess it's my pick. That's what Rick informed me before the show. Yeah. You, you're, you're starting off. I don't like that. Why do I got to start? Well, <laughs> let's see. It is um, what it is. So there's a couple of different guys and you can go in a couple of different routes. Um, I do think that the last year, you know, when you looked at mock drafts at the end of the year, you saw, a lot of running backs. There was just, it was running back, running back, running back, running back, running back. And I don't know if that's going to continue. Um, what are we assuming? This is half PPR or PPR? I forgot. I think this is half based on. Okay. All right. So there's a couple of different guys you could go with. Um, I finished very high at the wide receiver position. Um, and there's a couple of guys you could go with that finished high at the running back position on the season. Um, I don't know. I don't know who I want. 
We'll go receiver. Let's go receiver. Okay. Okay. I. So uh, tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm missing somebody. To me, it's between uh, Justin Jefferson Mm -hmm. and Tyreek Hill. Okay. Yeah, that's probably what I would. I I think Adams maybe, but we don't know where he's going. So. And based on. Obviously, Jefferson had a freaking incredible season. Uh, And I think that you see. Uh, what's his name? Tyreek Hill. He's got a lot of name value involved. Yes. Um, I do think, and there's some changes happening up there in Minnesota. Um, could be good, could be bad. I think that what you're going to end up seeing is Justin Jefferson go here. Mm, okay. I think Justin Jefferson will end up being the 2 1. I is- don't disagree with that, to be okay. honest. Because Hill is <laughs> like really good. It's but close. There yeah. is some weak, like it's like splitting hairs between Tyreek Hill and and Justin Jefferson. I so yeah, we're on the same mindset here. I I would have done Jefferson too, but it's a toss up between yeah. the two guys, and I think I would take Tyreek Hill. I think probably two two here, or I, that's where I think he'd go. I don't see Tyreek Hill the way he's played every year, still with Mahomes. Like mm-hmm. he's not going to fall much further than the two two in a twelve team. Um, and as the fourth receiver off the board, that's not bad. Mm. Agreed. So you, you're right back on the clock. Oh, there. oh, I'm sorry. You took Hill there. Yeah, because I, okay, I, right. I, I, I was you. with you. I think Jefferson see, see, and I'm, Hill. I'm the one setting the picks. Uh, so I looked right, over and nothing right. happened, and I was like, "So you make your pick, guy, or what?" <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I, I would take. I think Hill there as the fourth okay. receiver off the board makes a lot of sense. I just wasn't. You could say attention. Debo, and you could say Devonte Adams as receivers, but uh, yeah. So, because of the moving parts this offseason, there is a lot of players that are of concern. You know what I mean? We've already taken the, I guess you would say, plethora of running backs uh, that I would say are pretty. Um, Okay, my computer is frozen. Fantasy Pros, I have a note for you guys. Please make your program a little faster. I don't know if my, it's, my, it's either my computer or your sorry butt website, but I can't move anywhere quickly. So, anyway, that's just me ranting. Um, so, I think there's going to be a couple of guys at the running back position because I do think at the end of, at the end of August when we're, when we're all drafting our teams, getting ready for the season – I don't know that there's going to be four wide receivers taken this high in a 12 team. Because mm. last year there was like three. And there's yeah. like Adams, I think, is going to get. You got Diggs in that conversation um, as well. Like there's some good wide receivers here that could go. But I do think we got to stick with these running backs. Okay. Um, it's so hard. I have a I have a gut pick that I I but I gotta wait because I don't know if it's gonna happen. I'm okay. gonna have to say that because you look at guys like so just to go who's available we got Zeke, we got Aaron mm-hmm. Jones, Antonio mm-hmm. Gibson, mm-hmm. Uh, guys like Cam Akers. Yep, Fournette could be a second or third round pick because of how Vicky well he played this year. But he's so the question marks that you have around some of these guys like Aaron Jones, we don't know if he's gonna have. Um, Rodgers. Rodgers. Zeke, we yep. don't know if he's going to even be the feature guy anymore. Like, yep. he's still going to be the, the starting running back. but Zeke, he's gonna be feel, Zeke feels like third round to me, but I don't know. I, I, I feel the same thing. And Leonard Fournette, who is a top seven running back, might not Fournette have Fournette is an interesting one, yeah, because if, if he doesn't have Brady, no way 
But if Brady comes back, he averaged 18 points per game this year in PPR. I think that would put him as RB7. So there's some really interesting running backs here in the second round. And like I said, the strategy has been, you also have guys like James Conner who finished pretty high as well. So I I don't know. And nothing's changing. Nothing's going to change. Arizona. So it's like, do do people look at that and say, hey, you know, I'm going to go get top five running back, (laughs) freaking James Conner. I don't know. That's the confusing part. Um, I do think that there's going to be some guys that fall down the board, some guys that come up the board, um, and one of those guys is prob. I think I think you got to take Zeke here. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I I know a lot of uh, people are probably gonna. I'm backing out now. See, this is <laughs> this is difficult. I can't spend this long on this pick. Um, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do um, Antonio Gibson. Okay. Okay. Um, this is the next, next best player. He's a top 10 running back. I don't think Leonard Fournette and James Conner, like Conner, I think is going to be a late second round pick. And I think Leonard Fournette should be yeah. like late third. Um, I really don't want those guys in this round. And there's some guys that are going to be breaking out at the running back position who Rick I'm not going to, um, right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So I would take Gibson here. I think he's a top 10 running back. He had a decent season. Um, I think he's a good secondary running back, especially like you look at Team 10, not that I'm drafting in that way. He has Joe Mixon and Antonio Gibson. Gives him a good secondary running back. I think that um, you're not drafting your RB1 at this point. So um, Gibson would be a good pick. Yeah, I think it's interesting to hear. Um, again, I think Fournette, the way he played, in just terms of points per game um, this year at the running back position, he was RB4. Uh, wow. So if Brady comes back, there's no way to me I don't see him going in the second round at some point. But it, that is a question. And then Aaron Jones as well. There's a question. Um, there's a couple guys, like you said, James Conner. His situation's not going to change, but uh, is he really like a second round pick? Um, I don't know. Uh, I think a guy who goes ahead of him, though, it's Cam Akers, and that's who I would take here at the two four. Oh, um, he did it. We've seen we've seen that he, you know, he hasn't played well, but <laughs> especially this past week against the Bucks. Yeah. But he's been able to come back off the Achilles. Next year, he's going to be hundred percent healthy. I'm um, going to get the clear the workload. Pick. I thought he, I was too uh, early because I I honestly think no, he's going to end up like two three two two. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I, I, I was even debating 112, but I, I wouldn't go that far yet just because of the injury. And uh, he hasn't ever really had a, a – he's never had a full season or even like two-thirds of a season of being a dominant running back. Yeah. Um, so we have to see it. But he's done it in the playoffs. Obviously, this past week wasn't great for him, but he still had 20 carries or 20 touches. So, like, yeah. he's going to do that every week next year um, if he's healthy. So Cam Akers 2-4 I think is the, the spot. Um, oh, there's so many different like variables with some of these guys. Yeah, you also got Javante. A lot can change. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about Javante. So I think we got to go Javante Williams here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason why is because I I don't know what's going to happen with Melvin Gordon. I really don't. There's a lot of quarterback movement projected this off season. You got Jimmy G moving. You got Aaron Rodgers possibly moving. You got Russ moving. Um, and so I think, I think Denver is going to be in the QB conversation in a lot of different ways that doesn't involve a rookie. And, um, I think that makes their offense better. 
I don't know what happens to Melvin Gordon. I couldn't tell you, but I think Javante Williams is going to do enough to end up a first round. I mean, a second round pick here in the middle of the second. I could see him going anywhere from 210 all the way up to 25. I don't think he jumps Cam Akers. I don't think he jumps Antonio Gibson. Um, I actually think 25 is probably the highest he'll go. Um, yeah. But if if Melvin Gordon's gone and they get a quarterback, then he could yeah. he could shoot up. Boards. He'd be a first round pick. He'd be a first round pick. So I think Javante is there. Um, there's other guys too at the running back position. I'll re- let Rick take his next pick. But yeah, Javante mm-hmm. here at two five is probably what I would do. Yeah, he's someone who um, he could he could definitely be lower than this, but he could also be higher depending on what happens this offseason. Uh, it's a good spot there. It's 2-6 now. It's tough. Um, again, running backs, Aaron Jones, Zeke Elliott still there, Leonard Fournette, uh, James Conner, J.K. Dobbins as well uh, is someone who I think would be considered in this spot. Um, you could go back to receiver. Uh, Devontae Adams is still available. Um, Debo Samuel, you know, people are going to be high on him, um, this upcoming year, especially what he's doing in the playoffs too, is just amplifying it. Um, Diggs is available still. Uh, we could also see a tight end go at this point. I don't think, um, Mark Andrews had a good enough year though, where you would put him this high. Yeah, I don't think a running back. Uh, I mean, I don't think a tight end is going to get trapped in the second round. I don't either, but I mean, for us, happen. it wouldn't. For us, it wouldn't, but, you know, people <laughs> took Kelsey in the one-on-one last year. So, um, yeah, I think I think I'm going to go Debo here, um, okay. go back right. to another wide receiver. I was going to, I was uh, wondering if you were going to take, uh, you're going to take Debo before Devontae Adams. Yeah, it's just, I think the hype with him finishing as the wide receiver too, what he's doing in the playoffs the fact that he's kind of a fantasy cheat code because they use him in the running game and the passing game. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like McCaffrey, but reversed um, instead of like a running back with elite receiving like skills. He's a receiving. He's a wide receiver with running back skills who gets like eight mm-hmm. carries a game. So, uh, and they use him in the backfield um, and he, he gets used on dump offs. He has yep. legit routes that they run for him yep. end arounds. They purposely try to get him the ball at least like 15 times a game. He's He's a beast uh, at the wide receiver position. So, and again, the hype for him is unreal. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think right after that, you have to go. Um, you have to go Devonte Adams. Yeah, it's too. It's falling down. Now I know there's some questions surrounding Devonte Adams, but I think no matter where he goes, um, assuming that the quarterback situation's figured out, <laughs> which I think Adams would try to lock down. Um, he still, I think, is a top five wide receiver in fantasy football. I don't think he's going to be the number one anymore. I don't think he's going to be top three anymore. But five to seven definitely is the range where I would see Devontae Adams finishing. And I think that taking him at two seven would be I would I would smash that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um remember we're doing this based on what people think. So with Debo Samuel, like Devontae Adams very well could go before Debo. And I think that might happen because of the name. Um, but there are also people who just watch Debo Samuel win them leagues and they're going to get sweaty and they're going to take Debo way too high. So, um, yeah, I, I don't mind that pick at all. But yeah, I got to take Devontae Adams here. Yeah, it's interesting. Someone who um, we haven't even brought up once, and I'm not going to take him, don't worry. But Saquon Barkley, man, how the mighty have fallen. Um, I think there's guys still ahead of him on this list. Mm-hmm. 
I will go back to the running back position here. I think you could make the argument for for uh, Aaron Jones at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, without Rodgers is gonna is a problem though. We don't really know with or without if he was if Rodgers comes back next year. I think Aaron Jones will be like a middle second round pick. Um, but if Rodgers doesn't come back, he's probably not going in the first two rounds. And um, it'll be interesting to see how fall or how far he falls. Mm-hmm. Elliot's another guy. It's, he's got the name, um, and he's still a good football player. But he only averaged 14 points a game. He's still top seven. PPR. Uh, he finished top seven. We played in all 18 games. When it comes to points per game, he finished. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. He was 16th among running backs in points per game, um, which is very low. So not as low as Barkley, but, but still low. But again, still a good player, still finishes the RB7 um, and someone who you can consider. I'm going to take J.K. Dobbins, though. Um, clean ACL injury. He doesn't have uh, – Oops. I just accidentally clicked on um, Jacobs. Yeah. You cut out for a second. So what were you saying? Oh, Um, in this half PPR format, he doesn't have a lot of competition. He's to me guaranteed to get 200 plus carries. The team ran the ball over 500 times this year. Yes. Lamar gets over a terrible running attack. Yeah. But he's going to, he's good for like 250 carries. Yeah. um, I think. And yes, they're going to use Gus and Lamar is going to run, but Dobbins is going to be the main guy um, in that offense. Uh, I don't think Devonta Freeman comes back. Latavius Murray probably doesn't come back. Um, and then uh, Tyson Williams is the practice squad player. So I don't know if they even use him. I think Dobbins is going to be a, a true workhorse this year. Um, and again, in ACL injury, you can come back from that. It happened in the preseason. So he'll be fine he's gonna have some hype around him as well okay making it difficult um giving you the choices yeah i think he gotta go zeke gotta go zeke yeah that's the name the name recognition alone will probably get him in like where john javante williams is back Um, end of the second round yeah i think i think middle second round is probably where probably where elliot goes and I mean, if he ends up like he stays healthy, I, I've been waiting for the Elliott injury for a while, and that Chick Fil A diet is just strong. So I don't know what he's doing, but he he stays on the field. Uh, so and I think that's that's valuable, especially as a second running back. And if you can get, you know, high end running back with the top seven, top eight picks, and then you can get Ezekiel Elliott as your second guy. I mean, I would be, I'd be pretty good with that. Um, I do get in in more competitive leagues or in uh, in mock drafts with uh, the fantasy community where people are falling. I do get seeing Elliott fall into that third round. I don't think yeah. it happens in twelve team. I think he goes two nine two ten. Maybe falls. I mean, not uh, maybe even goes a little bit higher just because of the name recognition. No, it's very understandable. I, um, <sighs> this is hard. This is hard. I want to say Aaron Jones at this point. But again, if Rodgers isn't there, I don't think this is a good spot for him. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, I think he would fall even further than this. Um, but just the way he's finished, he's a he's a receiving threat. I, I guess I'll go Aaron Jones here again. Um, okay. 
Because even if they don't bring in a quarterback or Aaron Rodgers isn't there and they have to bring in a new quarterback or, or it's Jordan Love or whatever the situation is, uh, he's still going to be used a lot. Um, again, especially in the passing game, which will give him fantasy relevance. Mm-hmm. And this is a guy who kind of like Javante could go higher up boards. Again, if Aaron Rodgers is there, I could see him going in like the 2-4 to two seven range, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even higher, like two three where Gibson went. Uh, but if Rogers isn't there, like I said, he's not going in the first two rounds. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm gonna have to take with my next pick, and because you're last, I'm gonna take Stefan Diggs. Oh, so- um, yeah, you gotta think about it, buddy. You gotta think about it, my guy. Um, Diggs was about seven or eight in PPR. I mean, uh, not in PPR. He was about seven eight seven or eight in points per game with a qualifier of like 12 games. Um, actually one, two, three, four, five, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. He was like eight or nine in uh, points per game on the actual season. He ended up being wide receiver seven, um, played in all 17 games. So I, I think this is where Diggs is going to end up. Um, in terms of where he's going to finish from here on out, six to eight is probably where, the range would be for Stefan Diggs, uh, especially with the emergence in the postseason so far of Gabe Davis in the last two games. Um, and really the last like five or six weeks, uh, for some reason, Gabe Davis is now getting targeted by Josh Allen. And we'll see if that actually becomes a real trend. But as the uh, seventh or eighth wide receiver off the board, Stefan Diggs, I think here at 211 is a perfect pick. Um, I would love that all day. He averages about, you know, I think it's let's see in how PPR he averages roughly 13 and a half points per game, um, 13.8. So basically 14 points per game, which is a wide receiver one all day and gets you the production that you need at the wide receiver position. So I would take, I would take digs here. Very good pick. That's what I was going to take at 212 if he's oh. there. Um, so this, I'm not going to take him, but mm-hmm. as a, just a guy who you could keep your eye on. I think if the 49ers backfield stays like the same. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell is going to be in the conversation here. Probably third round pick. Um, mid, probably like middle third round, maybe late really? third round. Um, I think so. Yeah. Uh, which is if, if again, this situation's like if it's Elijah Mitchell and like Jeff Wilson next year, you know, mm-hmm. um, and all those guys. Uh, I, I think I, I'm not, again, I'm not going to go here. I could see um, another receiver, a big name receiver who maybe just didn't perform that well this year. Um, go here like an AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even Jalen Waddle, the way he played at the end of the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, DK Metcalf. Not Again, not taking those guys, but just saying names. Um, again, like Barkley, if, if the Giants get Russell Wilson – and I could see him getting hyped up back into like, you know, the second round mix. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but otherwise he's going to not go in the first two rounds. I'm going to give you an option. Okay. And James Connor too. We did forget. I mean, not did forget, but we didn't mention James Connor yet. I think early third round is definitely where James very Connor good. Yeah. Like I think Daryl Patterson will go. I don't think Patterson. <laughs> I think Patterson. Is. I'm serious. Patterson's going to go in the third and fourth round. People are stupid. He, he kind of fell off at the last like five weeks of the season. Yeah, because he sucks. Right. And he's like 33 years old. People uh, don't look at the numbers, guy. I do. Looking at like um, their PPR numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know this is half PPR, so I guess I should do half. Yeah. Mark Andrews and Kelsey in the half PPR averaged 14. And thirteen points. Go ahead, per game. take a tight end. 
So that would be in the same range as Tyree Kill and Stephon Diggs um, mm-hmm. and all these guys. I think a tight end does sneak in here. Uh, and who, or you could even, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, the quarterback sliding in here, but I'm not going to go quarterback. Would you take Andrews or Kelsey? Not, never mind. Let me rephrase that. Not who you would take. Who I think, think Kelsey's going to go. Kelsey, then yeah. we'll do Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey is going to go there. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't like it. I, I no, I, I don't but, either. I'm not, I wouldn't, to be honest, at that spot, I would probably, um, who would I take? I don't know. I'd have to really think hard. It would probably be a running back, though. Or a receiver. I wouldn't take I wouldn't take Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, I agree. I'm oh, not. Montgomery. We didn't even mention him. I don't think he'd go second round. Yeah, no, I don't think he's going second round. Third round pick. Yeah. Perfect. Third round pick. There's a lot, I think there's going to be a lot of running backs that fall into that third round that, that are going to be decent yep. conversations. David Montgomery, he's- Josh Jacobs. Um James Potentially, Conner. whoever the top rookie running back is, probably as well slides into the third round. I'm going to be okay. shocked if James Conner slides in the second round. I really would. I'm like, yeah, me too. I think he's a third. Yeah, but and then yeah. Leonard Fournette. You also got if if Brady ends up coming back and staying, you know, he would stay in that third round range too. So it's just some good options in that third round. But either way, there you have it. First, second round mock draft. Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, Javante Williams, Debo Samuel, Devontae Adams, J.K. Dobbins, Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones, Stephen Dix, Travis Kelsey. All those guys projected out. Come back, look at the show in August. See if we got it right, guys. Uh, Have a great night. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at TheFFChamps.